warning, Marriage on the Rocks provides unfiltered, unconventional, and sometimes unwelcomed relationship advice. Seth and Crystal are certified relationship coaches who have adopted specific methods that work very well for them. Your results may vary. Hey everyone, welcome to our 57th episode of Marriage on the Rocks. I'm Crystal. I'm Seth. Every week we have a drink with our discussion. And this week we decided to make some Godfathers. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, I love this drink. If it's you've never, really good. it's a super simple, easy you're, drink. You're supposed to make it with Scotch whiskey and amaretto. Mm-hmm. Um, and we did use Scotch. We had yeah, a we little did. bit left of the Aberfeldy. Um, yeah, which uh, w- when we had our whiskey tasting yeah. event, um, Heather and Tony brought it over. Mm-hmm. And uh, oh man, it was it was probably yeah. everyone's favorite. Well, it, it scotch is scotch is so much different than just regular yeah. Kentucky bourbon whiskey, whiskey uh-huh. or anything like that. Um, it's got a very distinct, almost like smoky kind of flavor to it. I guess the okay. scotch. But when you take that scotch and you mix it with that amaretto, uh-huh. yeah, it's well. We've had it with um, just bourbon whiskey before too. The Godfather. The Godfather. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And it's still it's still really good, oh, yeah. mm-hmm. but geez, yeah, I think like making it with the scotch it just makes it that much better. Yeah, it's really good. Yeah, and it's and if you're, I mean, obviously we we drink straight bourbon and stuff like that, and mm-hmm. so we we have the the palate for some of that kick in the chest type of booze. But mm-hmm. this is a good segue into drinking whiskey. It is, um, yeah. I and mean, it was one of the earlier drinks we drank before we really got into mm-hmm. tasting and enjoying. Uh, whiskey on. and bourbon and stuff like that. So it's a good way to kind of try it out because the, the amaretto definitely yeah, the softens amaretto it up. Yeah, such a good flavor. Gives it that sweet flavor. It's, yeah, it's a, but it's it's all all booze. Uh-huh. And it'll, yeah. It'll get you. It will, yeah. Uh-huh. So yeah, we're uh, on, uh, well, go ahead. I don't even know why, how we're drinking today. Oh my gosh, I know. So yeah, yesterday we had our um, neighborhood garage sale. Um, we posted a picture and... Man, we had a blast. So Seth had this fun idea. idea. It was yeah. fun, at least. But I mean, it was we were, we were day drinking from seven a.m. seven in the morning until we until, were done at three. Uh huh. Um, so yeah, I I had the bright idea that <laughs> hey, I think let's have fun with the garage sale this year, and I'm gonna pick specific drinks to have every hour on the hour. Uh-huh. For the garage sale from eight a.m. is when we yeah. uh, initially, initially like, yeah. really, did but then we realized stuff. we still had to finish setting up in the morning. So, uh-huh. so we started the day off with um, coffee with Bailey's and or with Irish cream uh-huh. and uh, whiskey uh-huh. and Jameson. Yeah. So that was the first drink. As soon as we got up, we didn't eat. We didn't have time because we rolled out of bed and had to get up and then fight off the early yeah, birds. Yeah, and then all of the damn people that came over that early, you yeah, know. As soon as we opened the garage, because we, we had our neighbor Sean and Jennifer over to, they didn't have a whole lot. So they were and just bringing my their, mom. Yeah. And we all live in the same neighborhood, uh-huh. and so we, we have a three-car garage, and so we just all kind of... Used our, just our garage. Yeah, just used our garage and decided to do these drinks all day. So we uh-huh. did the... The coffee, and then we went into a cherry wine, and then we did white Russians, uh-huh. and then we did a blackberry, blackberry wine, wine, and then we did the stouts, uh-huh. but in the middle of that, we decided to have a couple of extra cheater drinks, and so Sean and I had the Marshall IPA and then the Blood 
honey, blood and honey or whatever. Oh yeah, the revolver. Yeah, the revolver, right? Isn't yeah. it? And then, uh, then we, after the stout, we had the blueberry wine. No. <laughs> and then we did the orange cream sickles. Yes. Yeah, and then a bonus drink was raspberry vodka with Red Bull. Red Bull. I know. Oh, my God. I yeah. forgot about that one. <laughs> so that's a lot of booze in oh a few gosh. hours. And yeah. It was hot, so then we got in the pool, and uh-huh. they passed out. Well, Sean passed out in the water. Uh-huh. I know. Um, he didn't drown. <laughs> but he passed out in yeah. the pool. And everybody uh-huh. else kind of passed out just on the on the deck for a little while. and uh-huh. It was fun. I, uh-huh. I'm exhausted today. We were like, ugh, we got a drink. Yeah. Um, I know. So, yeah, I guess we probably should have picked something a little... A little less. Less, yeah, we should have... We could have just... Hardcore. We should have just poured tea in here and told everybody it was (laughs) booze. (laughs) Right, I know. That's funny. Um, So today, we are... We're going to be talking about um, lies and secrets that your partner isn't telling you. No, that they are telling you. Well, oh. lies that they're telling you. Lies that they're telling you, things they're not telling you. Yeah. Whatever. And, uh, but before, oh, and this is part one of a uh, two part yeah. series. So, this, this is all about you lying ass ladies out there. <laughs> and yeah. And then, are we going to do it next week for the guys? Yeah, maybe. Are we uh, guys split don't up? tell lies. I don't even know if we'll have to do Oh, whatever. Two, right? No. We're, yeah. So, we're going to do one for the ladies and one for the men. Yep. And then one for yourself. Yeah. Yes. Uh huh. Lies you tell yourself. Mm hmm. So, yeah, we don't know what order we'll do them in. Yeah. I guess we'll have to see, huh? This is the first one of it. Yeah. But um, before we get started, Seth has his dumbass post of the week. Yeah. Um, yeah, this one, it was kind of funny how it came about because I, uh, I had a friend that was, that's, I don't know if you're saying they're, I don't know if they're even getting divorced or not, but it sounds like they're separated at minimum. Um, but she shared this and then it was just kind of ironic that after we snagged it, somebody else shared it. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was just kind of fortuitous i don't know <laughs> but it's you'll keep forgiving the one you love until you hate them now i'm not saying that this isn't true mm-hmm. I, I think that it is true you kind of went through this yeah, I did. with an with addictive ex. ex-boyfriend mm-hmm. um so it's a true statement but it's this almost voluntary torture that you're putting yourself through mm-hmm. um you know, it's that, you know, trying the same thing over and over again and expecting a different result. Yeah. And so I, I get the frustration from it. Mm-hmm. I do, but it's, you're, you're putting yourself in this situation. Yeah. And you I, keep putting yourself in the situation. Yeah. And you tend to see people that say things like this, almost like it's this selfless sacrifice thing that they're doing. And it's like, you don't, nobody's asking you to do that. Mm-hmm. You shouldn't be putting yourself through that. Yeah, I know. Um, that type of partner is weighting you down. Yeah, You're not going to grow emotionally, mentally, physically, spiritually, anything. Mm-hmm. It, it's going to be a complete roadblock for you for anything moving down the road. So you've got to ditch that type of relationship immediately. Yeah, definitely. Yep. Uh-huh. I know, because once I did, I was my life just got so much better. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that's hopefully what will happen to you if you do, if you do the same. Yep. Um, so yeah, lies and secrets. So, yeah, everybody, you know, you you always hear, oh, everyone tells white lies and this and that. But, I mean, what types of lies are you, are you telling your partner and keeping, and secrets that you're keeping from them Mm -hmm. that, you know, could eventually 
hinder your relationship. Yeah, or, or completely hurt it. Mm-hmm. Um, there's some lies out there that people start very early on and have to keep up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I and know. And it may not be that big of a deal. There's certain secrets out there that you you may not want revealed because you are just casually dating someone and then it gets serious and then you're like, well, we're too far in now for me to come clean because it's something good now and this will ruin it. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's not really a perfect answer on when to come clean or, or maybe it's still even debatable with some of this stuff. Should you come clean? Yeah. Um, but, you know, for... Guys out there that may be listening to this, your wife's lying to you. <laughs> oh my gosh! <laughs> um, no, there, there's there's just very common things out there uh-huh. that you typically see from relationship coaching, from uh, relationship advice, relationship counseling, whatever it is, where these things tend to come out, or stereotypically, their women are notorious for. Lying or keeping these secrets. Uh-huh. Um, and, and you may be listening and, and as a guy and be like, oh, well, I knew that. It's not a secret. Yeah. And just, I don't bring it up and she doesn't bring it up and she thinks she's getting away with it. Because there was some that when we, we were doing some research on this, I was like, there's no way guys don't know that their wife is doing that. How yeah. would you not know? And then, right. you know, we have established there are many clueless guys out there. So yeah. maybe they're, maybe they don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's... I guess probably your less, I don't know if I'd say your lesser lies, but your, I mean, not not really relationship ending type of lies mm-hmm. and all the way to that. Well, let me back up. There's lies that people tell that don't even have to be lies. Mm-hmm. If you lie just to lie, that's a mental issue you yeah, have. Yeah, that's awful. Um, mm-hmm. So you shouldn't be a pathological liar, but we, we see that with people who... They lie about something they just didn't even have to lie yeah, about. It's like the, the truth was actually better than the lie. <laughs> yeah. Why are you lying about that? Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. Um, and then you, you tend to realize when someone is a liar, they think everybody else is a liar. Mm-hmm. And, and they make these gross assumptions. And that's why you hear, well, everybody, everybody has lies and secrets in a relationship. Well, no, mm-hmm. that's not true. And so... If you are saying that, then you're saying that out of a reflection that you are lying or keeping a secret. Yeah. Um, or you've been lied to or somebody's kept a secret. Uh-huh. And then you typically find out with a lot of these that even as you, you know, because we're going to do some pointing fingers specifically at women and then at men, but you typically see in these relationships where both people tend to be lying. Mm-hmm. It's not really that the burden is just on you know since we're starting with the women that it's all women lying and men are not doing anything yeah, at all uh-huh. you typically find out that if if she's lying about one of the topics we'll get into he's also lying about nothing similar but it's still just another lie that mm-hmm. he may not think's a big deal or or a big enough deal that he didn't want to tell her or something like that so you end up usually seeing guilty parties on both sides yeah i know so uh-huh. i know so some of the some of them i do think that are they are pretty I guess simple and you know it's like okay that's not that's not really We're not that going bad to divorce court or over whatever this. Yeah. yeah and um a big one that um oh I think a lot of women probably do is say that say oh I'm fine and then they're really not fine mm-hmm. and it's like well why don't you just say that say what's wrong well and when we were looking at that the the thing that I blurted out and came to my head is I don't know what's more 
um, irritating to me that the massive amount of women that admit to doing this Mm -hmm. or the fact that every man should know that women do this (laughs) and they just continue to act like they don't. I know. Uh-huh. So I don't really know whether I would blame the woman for that or not. I mean, the the most simple solution is just say what's wrong. Uh-huh. Don't say you're fine. Don't say it's okay. Um, say what's wrong. Uh-huh. Well, and could because of the way that men and women both communicate, it's or the women think that if I give a hint or oh, that the guy will pick up on it. Yeah, but that that never happens. I don't know why ladies. Why you still think that, mm-hmm. that, oh, oh he's going to pick up on this. Yeah, yeah. maybe there's 1% of guys that actually do p- pick up on it. Yeah. But for the most part, most men aren't going to pick up on your little hints. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, saying that you're fine and you're really not fine, it's like just grow, grow some... Balls or whatever and freaking... I put this in the pointless category lie. Yeah. Because you will typically hear people that actually say this will still fancy themselves as a good communicator. And you're not. And this Mm -hmm. is the first sign that you're not. If you can't openly communicate your feelings to your partner because you feel they're dumb, you feel that they won't listen, you feel that they're irrelevant, you feel guilty about them, whatever you fill in the blank for as to why you don't open up and share that... That right there is showing and proving you are not as effective communicator as you think you are. Mm-hmm. An effective communicator can say, you know what, this is bothering me, and have a rational conversation. It doesn't have to turn into a fight. No. It doesn't have to blow up and turn into something, but ultimately that's what happens. Yeah, that's what Because I was say. you say it's fine for years. Uh-huh. And then you, you grow resentment, mm-hmm. and you you don't say what's on your mind from the beginning and then it just keeps what a scorekeeper yeah. type type of mentality mm-hmm. you end up having that and then by the end of it yeah you you have you end up blowing yeah. up and it makes well, and, it way worse and you you start mentally as you scorekeeping you start mentally registering all of those things that your partner did and you remember mm-hmm. the time your husband did this and the time he did that and the time he didn't do this the time yeah. he said he was going to do that and you remember all those, and not once did you say, hey, hey, dipshit, <laughs> this is what you're doing wrong. Mm-hmm. You need to course correct. You don't say anything. And he's just like, oh, my wife's so cool. I have the best relationship. We don't ever fight or argue. Yeah, it's great. Yeah, and, and then, she's like, oh, I'm fine. Yeah, I'm fine. Uh-huh. Yeah, everything's great. <laughs> and then she blows up. Uh-huh. So just don't blow up. Just prevent it, and something's wrong, say what's wrong. Yeah, I know. Another fun one that... Um, The, we were, I mean, I think that, I think a a lot of women do this one too, is, um, either they, they like, they go shopping Mm -hmm. and they don't tell their husband that they went shopping Mm -hmm. or they go shopping and then they buy something and then they hide it, Mm -hmm. you know, for a while, or they... Don't tell their husband how much they spent. They say, look at what I found on sale today. Yeah. And it wasn't on sale. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, and then or even with stuff like, like getting your hair done or getting your nails done, and how much that really costs. I mean, I think a lot of guys, well, some guys just have no clue. Mm-hmm. If your man goes to Fantastic Sam's to get his hair cut for, I don't have hair, so I don't know what it, like fifteen. I don't know what a haircut costs. Well, you know, a beard cut costs or a beard trim. Well, it depends on who you go to, though. Yeah, that's the. 
this is a salon quality beard. <laughs> <laughs> right. I know. No, I've, I've, I go to a barber and yes. I've had bar, I've had one barber charge 20 bucks. Mm-hmm. The current one I'm using, she charges 12. Mm-hmm. She does a better job. Mm-hmm. So, but anyway, so even let's say high end, let's say your haircut does cost 20 bucks. A man, when you ask a, and you ask a guy, well, how much do you think a woman's haircut costs? They may say a hundred bucks, mm-hmm. but what they don't real they, what they don't know is when you go to get your hair done, you get it styled, and you get it colored, and you get it washed, and all this. You're spending two to three hundred dollars mm-hmm. if you're going to a, a decent salon, a nice salon, yeah, to get it done. Uh-huh. And they're like, they have no clue, and and that is a as women hide that because of the balance. I mean, it is it is very expensive, and I feel bad. Like every time that I go, I'm like, gosh, that is, that's just a lot of money, you Mm -hmm. know? And I know that there is, there's women that will just do it at home and stuff like that. But really it doesn't, it doesn't turn out as nice as actually going to. Having a stylist actually do it. Yeah. Yeah. But like, and, and like with, with guys, I, I think that because guys only they only spend that you know very little or whatever but i guess the women go not as often as the guys have to too i think you say that because you don't go but there's there's women you see every other week with a new dye job yeah i guess there is some you just you just don't go as i don't go as often because because i know because i'm like that's expensive and if i could wait as long as I can, then mm-hmm. even my dog gets her hair done before before you do before More I often do. Than you do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hers is cheaper, and that's a full body. Yeah, <laughs> I huh. know. Yeah, uh huh. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, women they they lie about that, and I think it's because they feel bad. Mm-hmm. You know that it does cost so much. Um, an- oh, another one that is. Uh, Wait, are you still going on the the spending thing? Huh? Are you still talking about the money? No, I'm oh. talking about. I'm well, the, another one that was that we didn't really talk about in there is your little secret habits. Oh yeah, that's that you right. spend money on. Yes, um, I know. That, that you, I don't know if you don't realize how much it adds up to when when women do this if they don't realize how much they're actually spending on those things mm-hmm. or if they do know and they're like, wow, that's a lot of money, and mm-hmm. but it's in small doses. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, my ex. Had a coffee habit, a five dollar per coffee, three times a day coffee habit. Jeez. Fifteen dollars a day on coffee, mm-hmm. seven days a week. Yeah, well, you're didn't talking. It, have to, it had to be like Starbucks from a certain place. It was. It wasn't. It was a certain place and oh. where we lived. And but it was you fifteen dollars a day, seven days a week. You're just shy of fifty five hundred dollars a year. Mm-hmm. So think about that for a minute. So if you're drinking two to three coffees a day from Starbucks or, or some kind of caribou or designer coffee type place, you know, you're, you're spending over 3000 and like with her, up to $5,500 a year yeah. on that. Even someone that played video games. If I wanted to buy a brand new $70 video game once a month, I still wouldn't even spend $1,000 doing that mm-hmm. every, every year. Um, so those those little secret habits or or menial habits that you don't think that's great. I mean, one of the things that even my own son was like, I didn't realize how much I'm spending on monsters mm-hmm. at the grocery or at the convenience store. Mm-hmm. He would getting a monster every day on his way to work and was like, 
I'm spending you know three to four bucks every day. I'm spending twenty bucks a week, yeah, just on my monster drink in the morning. And then mm-hmm. you started figuring out how much that was. And so those little non-disclosure habits that people tend to have can really add up. <laughs> yeah, they can you know? big time. I know. I I totally forgot about even bringing that up. But mm-hmm. yeah, that's a big one. And yeah, keeping keeping that from your partner and and like just not. Them not knowing the magnitude, I guess, yeah. of how exactly how much you are spending on that mm-hmm. type of stuff. That's it's crazy, but yeah, a lot of a lot of women do that. Yeah. What? what, what, what I know I used coffee because that's what my ex did. But what are? I would I would think like even like makeup. Oh, you know, like that's a makeup. good one too. Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah, because makeup freaking adds up, and mm-hmm. you know if you're not wanting to buy the Walmart stuff you know stuff at walmart or target Mm -hmm. even target sometimes can be a little bit more expensive but yeah if you need like the high quality stuff well and i mean and and even even pampering stuff pedicures manicures Mm -hmm. those things yeah those things add up yeah and if you're going and doing that all the time Mm -hmm. uh, now i'm not saying that they always lie about that but I, i think that I think sometimes part of the disconnect is the man just doesn't know what it actually costs because they don't do it. Mm-hmm. And and not all, but some women will tend to lie about that. Mm-hmm. So yeah. those, if you're doing that, if you're keeping that a secret or you're lying about it, you know, you're wrong. Uh-huh. Yeah. I know. Those are things, anything financial you need to be discussing with your partner. Yes. Especially if you're looking at even something long-term like that. If you're going to spend thousands of dollars a year on something that's either pampering or you enjoy or whatever, your partner may not say that you shouldn't do that. Mm -hmm. And maybe there's some quid pro quo depending on what they're into. Right. I mean, if if your husband's going to drop 5,000 a year on working on his car in the garage, then by all means, you should be allowed to spend $5,000 a year on coffee. Yeah, (laughs) I know. Um, So it has to be within reason and you guys can discuss, you know, who's doing what, but... Typically, guys will make larger purchases in chunks mm-hmm. and don't have as much continual spending that as women stereotypically women tend to do. Yeah, uh-huh. I think that's true. Um, another one that I think it's like, I think it's kind of mean, uh, really. But they lie that you're that the dude's cooking is good. Yeah. Oh, he's he's a good cook. To Whoever, I mean, to, you know, I guess, which I guess. They lie to the husband. Well, they lie to the husband, but like, even like around other people or whatever. Oh yeah, my husband, he He makes the best. Yeah. Whatever. Tacos ever. And then like later on, like she'll say that around her husband. Yeah. So he feels good. But then then he walks off. Yeah. She's like, oh my God, (laughs) those are the worst tacos ever had. Yeah. But at least he was cooking. And so it's the thought that counts. Uh A lot of times we... We think we're doing our partner a favor by lying because we don't want to hurt their feelings. Mm-hmm. And I'm not necessarily saying that that's bad, but if you find yourself doing this a, a lot, lot, it's a problem. Um, but that, but that is a good one. You know, a lot of guys, you know, fancy themselves that they they can cook, mm-hmm. and you know, busting open a dollar ninety nine hamburger helper container and whipping up some hamburger helper with a side of you know, yellow cornbread in the box. You're not a cook. You're not a chef. You, I, I like hamburger I'm not helper. saying that stuff's not good. <laughs> Every, like, I haven't had hamburger helper yeah, in a long forever. time. 
But every once in a while, like, it's good. <laughs> yeah. But do not take a photo of that food and be and like, be like oh, oh. <laughs> I got my, I'm so glad I married the chef of a man that <laughs> followed the instructions to a tea on a box of food. Yeah. Yeah, you're not a cook, uh-huh. you know. Yeah, it's sweet. I yeah, think you should sweet. still do that yeah. and help out. If you both uh-huh. want hamburger helper, the dude should make it because the instructions are on the box. He uh-huh. doesn't have to know how to cook <laughs> to do that. But if right. he thinks he has some specialty meal, uh-huh. like, well, I make the best, I don't know, guacamole on the planet. Mm-hmm. And his guacamole sucks and you're eating his shitty guacamole all the time because he thinks it's really good and you just don't have the heart to tell him it's not. Once again, I'm not saying you should. Uh-huh. But Later his on awful his- guac may end up in front of somebody like me, and I'm like, ugh, <laughs> who brought this dog food? <laughs> and then he's like, what do you mean? My wife loves it. And she's had a few drinks, and she's like, I don't. <laughs> I've been shoveling this in my face for 10 years now. It's I the know. worst guac and ever. And then you're upset when on your way home, mm-hmm. on your ride home, and then uh, and you're like, what the hell? I thought that you liked my guac. Yeah. And she's like, Honey, no, I've just been saying that because whatever. Not the to dog hurt your likes feelings. your guac. He's been eating it. <laughs> I just I give it to under the table. Well, hopefully not because oh, yeah, they dogs can't have can't avocados. Have... <laughs> avocados. It's like the the Cleveland show with the coffee. Mm-hmm. When he thought his wife loved his coffee, and he left for where he would make it and leave for work, and he came back one day and she was dumping it all out. And yeah. Found out that he makes the worst coffee ever. Yeah. Yeah. That's it's funny. okay to be like. Well, and, and I think some of you it is... You can say stuff without being mean You can about say it. things without being uh-huh. mean. And, and part of it is, if you're the one doing that, you, you need to be open for, I don't know if I'd say criticism, but mm-hmm. understand. I mean, you're not very self-aware. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I think that, um, you know, if, 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 anytime I make something or try something new, I'm not going to be upset if you're like, oh, this just didn't turn out. I mean, we've told the... Tequila lime chicken <laughs> yeah, story on yeah. here before, yeah. so mm-hmm. I'm not going to be upset. I'm not going to be hurt. Mm-hmm. And usually, if I take a bite and I don't like it, I'm like, yeah, this, I'm not making that again. Uh-huh. Even if I think you're saying something nice, so it <laughs> doesn't hurt my feelings. I'm like, yeah, I'm not making. I didn't like it. What if I really liked it though, and you didn't? Well, then you can make it. Okay, <laughs> and you may do it better than I did. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> um, well, I, I think like with going with the mean stuff too. Um, I think that uh, like gift giving, mm-hmm. giving your partner a gift, and then a lot of women, <laughs> you hear women like the next day. You know, they'll come back. They'll come back from Christmas or mm-hmm. Valentine's Day or something, and oh, what your husband get you and. She does the uh, eye roll. Yeah. Uh-huh. Oh my gosh. Uh-huh. Does anybody want to trade? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm just gonna give it to Goodwill mm-hmm. or Well I I've seen I've had guys show me, like, oh yeah, this I'll be like, Oh, what what are you getting your wife this year? And they'll be like, Oh, I'm I'm getting this and I'm like, Why? <laughs> Did she ask for that? No, but I know she really wants it. And I'm like, Are you sure? Well, guys have done that to you though. Like have been like have reacted the same way. Like, why are you getting her a dress? Remember? Well, that's different. Yeah. I mean, that they asked that because they were too scared to ever get that. Mm-hmm. But when the guy's like, oh, I found this brand new Dyson vacuum that she's wearing. Oh, and I'm getting gosh, her for Christmas. I know. It costs 500 bucks. <laughs> yeah. And they think because they spend a lot of money, it's a good present. Uh-huh. It's like, no, it's not. Yeah. You, 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 that's, you, know, you don't, you don't, you don't your... ever get cleaning gear for your wife <laughs> yeah. as a present. Yeah, you, you don't know? want her to be like... 
to think, well, what the hell? You just think I'm a maid Mm -hmm. or something? Unless it is something she is specifically asking for. Yeah. Uh Uh-huh. And then you still need to, I think you still need to, even if your wife is like, oh, I need a new vacuum cleaner so bad. Ours is busted. It's broke. We we need a new one really bad. Well, just get it for her, like, on the fly. Yeah. I think that if you plan on getting that as a gift, that's, I would still tell you just don't. Yeah. But, like. <laughs> Make it a just because type yeah. little gift or something. That should be something you like. You're like, hey, you want to go? Well, we're out this weekend. You want to go grab a new vacuum cleaner? Yeah. Uh huh. It shouldn't be. I, I don't even think I'd want you to present it in a present mode. Period. Even as a just because. <laughs> that should yeah. just that should be something you do together, just because you don't want to be like, well, that's your thing. Uh huh. Yeah, I know. I know because then at least you could be. You know, act like you're and and that's a, that's out. a that's a guy's mentality. Uh-huh. A handyman guy wants tools. Uh huh. He wants saws and, and I know. Things. I guess so, that's true. So he uh-huh. looks at those utility type purchases as thoughtful. Mm-hmm. And yeah. they don't. It's you know, it's the difference between men and women type of thing when it comes to a lot of stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but some you know, once again, men are kind of clueless with those things. So. Yeah. But you know. I, I've seen, you know, jewelry that women got that were ugly and didn't like. Yeah. You know, you know, you, you got a 29-year-old wife and you buy her a brooch that looks like it was for your great-grandmother well, or something. Well, not only that, but even like, even, there's some women out there that absolutely can't stand their engagement ring that their <laughs> new, yeah. you know, fiancé bought them. Yeah. And then they have to live with that with ring it. forever. So you get an upgrade. And then they're like... Well, this sucks, but I mean, yeah. at least he finally asked, or you know, mm-hmm. or whatever. <laughs> when you feel kind of like a brat, if you're like, yeah, I don't like the engagement ring. Yeah, yeah. You know, you, you and I think that even just thinking that, you, you'd almost you got to be a real bitch to be like, you do. Uh, I say yes, but I don't like this ring. <laughs> so that's not the advice either. Gosh, I know that's funny. But I think that's why you see more women. Picking out their own engagement rings. Yeah. Because the guy's too stupid to do it on his own That's and pick true. a good one. Yeah. And so then, like, they're not gonna. And I think that it's pro- it'll probably be hurtful, but the guy is expecting her to, like, share a picture of the ring on social mm-hmm. media. Yeah. And she doesn't, you know? And yeah. then. And he's like, what the hell? Like, did, did you not like the ring? Oh, yeah, no, I liked it. It looks better on this necklace around my neck, though. I'm gonna tuck it in my shirt. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) but so even with uh, with social media too, social media is another one that that a lot of women try to. They lie about their activity on it. Yeah. They lie about how much time they spend on it. Mm -hmm. They lie who they're communicating with on it. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, we we we've known people that the husband and wife are not social media friends. Mm-hmm. Because they would get mad at one another if they saw what either each other post. Which, yeah. if you mutually know that, that's ridiculous to be like, "Well, I'm gonna act like I'm single. You're gonna act like you're single." Um, but it's just social media, so it's just better off if we if we don't want to fight about it, we just don't need to be friends. That's stupid. No, you don't need to be acting like that. Mm-hmm. Period. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that sometimes that is the bad dumb solution that you'll hear one of the two come up with i won't just blame women for that but you know if you're acting inappropriately on social media and your partner finds out the solution is not like well then we just need to not 
connect on social media to avoid this. Mm-hmm. No, the solution is quit acting like a single hoe yeah. and posting pictures like that. Right. That'll fix it. Yeah. And exactly. delete all of those dudes that are complimenting your thirsty ass all the time. <laughs> That that fixes it right there. You don't have to abandon social media. You don't Uh have to block your partner from social media. You don't have to unfriend your partner. Uh Two steps. Don't act like a hoe and ditch all the little hound dogs. That's all you got to do. Problem solved. (laughs) I'm a solutions guy, people. I know. Well, like even with that, though, with with social media, I think like um, people will or women will try to like look up their ex Mm -hmm. and, and go you know, try to reconnect with them and not tell their partner about it. I mean, and you personally have, have dealt with that. that. Oh. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> yeah, that has happened to me mm-hmm. um, all the way back starting in the MySpace days. MySpace space thing, yeah. Of exes tracking me down, <clears throat> married with two kids and contacting me. Yeah. Um, so... You know, guys need to understand that their woman may not be over. I mean, I'm talking 20 years. Yeah. 20 years not seeing this girl uh-huh. at all. Not uh-huh. talking to her, not thinking about her. Not commu- We dated for six months in like 11th grade. Uh-huh. I mean, that's it. <laughs> right. And she tracked me down within 12 hours of me setting up a MySpace account. Which means she had to have obviously been looking for me yeah. regularly. Uh-huh. I know, I like, you would think that there was, like, some sort of uh, alarm thing that went off that, like, told her yeah. that you... Oh, Seth Carnes. Well, just <laughs> I think another thing that guys need to understand, every ex-girlfriend I ever had has sent me a friend request on oh, social media. Yeah. I've never sent one of them one. Uh-huh. They've all sent me one. I'm not friends with any of them anymore. Uh-huh. Because after, I mean, we talked about that, but I think, last on the last week, episode yeah. or something uh-huh. like that. But that's... Most guys aren't doing that. Mm-hmm. Most married guys aren't doing that. Now, single guys will. Yeah. Single guys or recently divorced guys will start tracking down old flames mm-hmm. or things like that. But women that are married. Or guys that are unhappy in their yeah, marriage. Yeah, guys are unhappy in their mm-hmm. marriage. But And I'm not, saying, I'm not saying that these girls that did that were looking for to rekindle or trying to leave. I mean, the one was messaging me mm-hmm. and talking about... You know, really kind of how she wasn't too happy and, and she like, she was trying to play it off kind of like we were both in this secret virtual connection again. Cause she sent me a message like, how are you doing? I haven't you know been a long time since I seen you and all that. And I was like, great. I'm married. And this is when I was still with my ex. You know? mm-hmm. I live in California, married, blah, 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 doing this. And she's like, oh, sounds great. And yeah, I still think about you all the time. And like they immediately started to go there. I'm like, what are you talking about? So I'm just trying to downplay it the whole mm-hmm. time because she's like taking it to this weird level. Yeah. And then, then I find out like her, her husband is, you know, a pizza delivery guy and she's not happy with any of this stuff at well, all. And wasn't she like telling, she would like tell him about stuff about you. And yeah. so he really like. He hated me. Yeah. He felt inadequate mm-hmm. because she kept talking you up and saying how awesome you were, and so... Yeah. I mean, very weird. And yeah. Now, keep in mind, they had they were married with two kids. Uh-huh. And she had him upset over a high school six-month relationship. Yeah. That's ridiculous. Uh-huh. But, yeah, I mean, and I don't know if these other girls' husbands knew mm-hmm. that their, their wife was contacting their ex-flame mm-hmm. or a former boyfriend or whatever. Um but, you know, you'll hear girls, and, and you've heard it, I've heard it, 
married women in relationship women talking to each other about, oh my gosh, did you see so-and-so just got divorced? He, oh, he, you know, you see that picture he took by the pool the other day? He's looking fine or, <laughs> yeah. or whatever. Uh-huh. And it's like, they, they are taking it to an inappropriate place. Mm-hmm. So it's, you know, once again, if you're, if you're that, that woman doing that, how would you feel if your partner yes. was doing that? Exactly. If your partner was screenshotting mm-hmm. cleavage shots from girls they went to high school with and messaging it to other guys they went to high school with and, oh, look look at Tammy here. Look at, is that a nip slip? She's so hot. <laughs> I know. You know or oh whatever. Oh, my gosh, yeah. And, and shooting it off to their other buddies they went to school with. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, put it's, your... it's inappropriate. Put your shoes in there. Put your or put in, in their shoes, too. Yeah. <laughs> And and see how, you know, try to actually see how it would feel. Well, and I think that with social media, people, I don't, I, once again, I won't just blame women for this, but people tend to downplay. They, they almost look at it like, well, I'm not messaging them. Mm-hmm. I'm not connecting with them. We're not in contact. But if you're silently stalking someone mm-hmm. or checking up and going through all of their photos and, and you know... Uh, for whatever reason, you're trying to. I think more girls do this than guys. Yeah, though, really. I think that, that, I that that's why. Uh-huh. You know, I think and I think that, that's why. I mean, that's why we're talking about it now. Yeah, but th- those are those are you're if you're behaving in a way that you know your partner would be upset if they caught you. That's your biggest red flag that you probably shouldn't be doing that. Uh-huh. And even if you want to try to have mm-hmm. the argument, well, I didn't do anything. Mm-hmm. But you're, you still know your partner would get mad, then have that conversation with your partner mm-hmm. and see how it goes. Yeah. And it can go good. <laughs> I know. Well, and, and like with you saying about the girl that tried to connect with you, obviously she was not over you. Mm-hmm. You know, no matter how many years went by, there was, she still felt like there was something there and that. She That's post traumatic set disorder. PTSD. <laughs> Shut up, you're dark. <laughs> but um but yeah, you know, so but another one is actually that you're not over your ex. Mm-hmm. Or you know, you say you're over your ex, yeah, but but you're not. You're really not. There are married women out there, and this is once this is a total woman thing. Guys won't do this, that have like a memory box mm-hmm. somewhere hidden in their house. Of their stuff that an ex had given them. Mm-hmm. Pictures of them together, you know, whatever. Yeah. Weird stuff in there, but it's this little memory box or something mm-hmm. where they, they keep on to those things and and they're not over their ex. Mm-hmm. And one of the things that you can tend to see, uh, especially in a long-term relationship that ends, is the, the ex is the measuring stick of comparison for the next partner. Well, that's how that's how it's going to be usually anyway. Yeah, but some women take it to the extreme, though. Well, I think that that's a natural comparison, mm-hmm. but it works only in your favor if you upgrade. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. It was very easy to say, "Oh my gosh, I love how you do A B C D E F and G all the way to the end of the alphabet," because my ex never did those things. Mm-hmm. But if you were to say, "Oh my ex," Was so good yeah. at all of this. <laughs> and, and we've heard women verbalize mm-hmm. how great their ex yeah. was. Yeah, oh my gosh, no. Things that they liked about it. What, sexual mm-hmm. things, whether it was their attentiveness, their their tone. I, I've heard women talk about how built an ex was in comparison to their 
their dumpy couch potato husband they have now or whatever their dad it is. Now husband. Yeah. Uh-huh. And saying very hurtful things, well, you're obviously not over yeah, that some person. aspect of uh-huh. that. And that's probably the person you're silently stalking on Facebook and you're friends with and oh we're we're just we're just Facebook friends. There's nothing to worry about. Yeah. Like uh-huh. right. Yeah, I know. Well, I know and, and I think that some of them some of it seems like so innocent mm-hmm. almost, you know? And even with um like having a male friend and you know, you a woman can have this male friend for her entire life or whatever and you know, you could tell your husband, Oh yeah, we're you know, we've been friends since we were He's like a brother to in me. kindergarten or something mm-hmm. and uh you know, we've never hooked up or whatever. But Or you don't even say that. Uh-huh. You just say I've known him forever. We've never dated. Yeah, we never dated. We've never dated. Yeah. He always had I knew all his girlfriends, he always mm-hmm. knew my boyfriends, and you throw all these little justification labels like we've talked about mm-hmm. on guys and girls can't be friends and the X thing yeah. and all that. But you start spewing all of that BS as to try to justify why you're friends and then And then you you actually really did hook up yeah. with him at some point. But you wanted to maintain the friendship and you knew that if your partner knew, knew about this about this, even if it was ten years ago. Yeah. But no guy wants to go get drinks or hang out with a dude that even made out with his wife ten years ago. So you can try to label that with immaturity and growing up, and and I say fuck you, (laughs) because it ain't happening. And and I think that once again people try to act all uppity with it, Uh like well well we you know that that was such a long time ago it doesn't count. Yeah, yeah it does. Yeah, because if you felt the need to hide that. Why are you still clinging to this in the first place? Yeah. Why didn't you tell me? Why is it an issue? All, all of these things coming up, but, you know, well, those are a, things there's that, a big reason why oh, they didn't yeah. tell you, though. And I understand why a woman would not say something. But at the same time, I don't understand why you want to still maintain the relationship the anyway. yeah, with the other person. Yeah. What's more important? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. But, yeah, I, I mean... Now, those are always fun to be around, like, as long as it's not happening to you when you find <laughs> out, like, if you're at the party or something. Yeah. And it comes out, that's always fun to witness. <laughs> yeah, I know, huh? <laughs> I know. Um, women always do this, and I think especially in the beginning of a relationship, but they always say that they're okay. Oh, it's okay if you go, if you go out with the guys. I'm okay mm-hmm. with that. Go, you do you. Yeah. You go have fun with your guy friends and, you know, do whatever. And really, and not all women, I know. I know that there is some that don't give a shit and they're like, whatever, it doesn't matter. But a lot of them still really do feel like, fuck, why? Yeah. You really why would wanna, you rather go hang out with them? Yeah, you want to hang out with them instead of me? So. Well, okay. And that goes back to the... I'm fine. I'm fine. Yeah. Uh-huh. Nothing's wrong. Yeah. yeah. Speak up. Yeah. Yeah, say something. Mm-hmm. Like, I guess I guess it kind of sucks, though, because you don't want to sound controlling or, mm-hmm. like, too clingy, especially well, in the beginning of the relationship. Yeah, and that's what we've talked about kind of before, before. about uh-huh. how initially you are a lot cooler with it because you're not as invested. Mm-hmm. But 
you're married now with kids and responsibilities and stuff like that. And if your husband is still, if he's giving you that bullshit line about, I need my time. You yeah. don't understand what he's, he's a full of shit. <laughs> don't buy that. And, and a lot of guys pull that crap. I don't uh, want to give any, I guess I know, I'm giving stuff away for, for what the next, guys would say. Yeah. But you need to be able to speak up and mm-hmm. say that, you know, I'm sorry. You guy time is over. You mm-hmm. you you are a husband. You have kids. You have these responsibilities here. Uh-huh. Now, if I you want me to get a babysitter and we can get dressed and go out and do something together, let's do that. Yeah, <laughs> but I still think that it it doesn't. I don't think it start, and I don't think that you should start it when once you get married. I think that, Mm. you know... Start trying to shut it down, you mean? Yeah, because once you become... Once you realize how much you want to spend all of your time with this person, Mm -hmm. that's when it needs to really come up, you know? Well, and if if you're going out for girls' night, you have no reason to get upset about this at all. Yeah, that's true, too. If you're not doing those things, Uh and you are trying to be sold by your husband on why he should be able to do those things. Mm-hmm. That's a problem. Yeah. But yeah, I agree. I think that those are things that that should... You know, and we, we had those conversations not super early on, mm-hmm. but one of the things that tends to happen in relationships a lot of times... And now, you have some that, that for, just because of their personality, they have this balance right out the gate. Mm-hmm. And... They don't go all in on the relationship like like people like like we do. Mm-hmm. We as soon as we got connected, it was just us all the time. Yeah, I mean, there there was like a few months in where I went to Vegas with my friend for her for her wedding mm-hmm. and stuff, and that was even tough. Like being yeah, away. We, from we you were and, together three months uh-huh, when that, when that happened. had happened. Uh huh. Um, but I think that kind of that initial six month period mm-hmm. is where you kind of see what the other one's doing and what the boundaries could or should be. Yeah. Um, once again, probably I didn't have a social network mm-hmm. to go do those things with. Yeah. And so it, from that perspective, I wasn't quote unquote sacrificing my guy time or friendships to spend with you. Right. I, and then it didn't exist anyway. It was probably harder on you than it was on me to to like have somebody that was social and did have, you know, friends and stuff mm-hmm. that, you know, did well, stuff. And we were for in your you, hometown and yeah, yeah you and had like, a lot of roots there. You try not not you know, trying to act like the crazy controlling boyfriend. Well, be, especially because of what had happened in my previous relationship. Mm-hmm. How anytime I would try to bring this stuff up, that was the argument. Mm-hmm. Well, you're controlling and you, you, it has to be your way and this and that. So, you know, that's very, it was still a fresh wound, mm-hmm. especially, I guess, if you want to do the Vegas comparison too, that was a huge fresh wound. Oh, I know. Um, and it was really kind of like, I was like, well, I don't, I don't want this to, I don't want to end up in a fight with her. I don't mm-hmm. want to, we're not, I know we're quote unquote exclusive, but we've only been together, you know, a few months Mm -hmm. and, and it was one of those where I couldn't go Mm -hmm. anyway. Yeah. Cause it was your son's birthday. Yeah. It was his birthday that weekend and I had him and, and, uh, so it was, I, I knew it was, and what I, you know, honestly what I wanted to do was 
I didn't want you to go. Mm-hmm. But that early, just like we're talking about, anything. I'm not going to say I don't yeah. want you to go to Vegas for yeah. your friend's wedding. Because you do sound controlling. Uh-huh. Now, as you develop that relationship, you should be able to have more open, honest conversations uh-huh. about that and express yourself in a way where you don't get in a fight. Mm-hmm. And that was a problem I had with my ex is we couldn't talk about it without fighting. Mm-hmm. Because there wasn't a compromise. She was never going to give, and I was never not going to be upset about it. Yeah. Um, and so that's where, it, you know, we were compatible enough to where... And you and, and you, you had a couple of instances where you went out with some friends and just didn't like how it felt to be out without me. Yeah. Uh-huh. I hated that. Yeah. I didn't like that. That's I think that, that, that's that PTSD. It only... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're funny. I know. Yeah, because I didn't like that. I didn't like, you know, other guys flirting with me and stuff and me, you not being there. Like, that sucked. Mm-hmm. It was like, I wanted you, I wanted to have fun with you, not anybody else. Right. Including my my friends. Mm-hmm. You know, I wanted you to be there. <coughs> yep. Um, and, and like with, even with, uh, with that, a lot of girls though, they, they have more fun when (laughs) they're out with their friends and, you know, acting quote unquote single. Well, and the the lie is when they come back Mm -hmm. and are like, oh, we didn't do anything. It wasn't that fun. Mm -hmm. And they had a freaking blast. Yeah. But they don't want to admit to their partner that they had more fun without them Mm -hmm. than they did with them. Yeah. Uh, and they probably lay the same line of bullshit you just did on me about when you went out with your friends. <laughs> no, that's so not true. You're a brat. But that, you know, that's one of those things that, that you would see the, these these women come back and be like, oh, we, it, was, it just wasn't very much fun. Karen pulled this crap and blah, blah, blah. And then all the pictures hit Facebook and it's like, you guys look like you had the time in yeah. your life. Are you all that fake or are you lying to me? <laughs> it's one or the other. You're either uh-huh. a bunch of fake ass bitches <laughs> Or you're a liar. <laughs> right. I can't believe everybody's like moping around like, oh, camera, all right, grab a shot and smile and put it back down. Oh, this yeah. isn't fun. That's not what's going on. Uh-huh. You were having a blast and you feel guilty that you had a better time away from your partner uh-huh. than you would have if your partner had been there. Yeah. And we've talked about that with the guys night, girls night and oh, yeah. and all those things. Uh-huh. But they, sure. down, they downplay what they did. Uh-huh. Um, I mean, that was one of the things that my ex would do when she would take her trips to to Vegas. She would make it sound like they were just so busy and didn't have time to do this and that. And then you find out that it was, they would work for like six hours and party for 18, Jeez. you know? And it's like, okay, well that's, you, you're just saying that same reason these women do because they know their partner's going to get mad about uh-huh. it. When the solution to that is go out with your partner, yeah. have, have as much fun with your partner. You should be able to have as much fun mm-hmm. with your partner or more fun. Yeah. Than you do with just going out with the girls. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, it's, it's hurtful. Well, and the other, the secrets part that comes into here is the things that happen. Yeah. During those nights. Oh Not necessarily that, that you as the partner are, are, you know, making out with somebody or grinding all over some dude on the dance floor. But maybe your married friend is. Mm-hmm. And you don't, you don't want girls' night to end. And you know if you go home... And tell your husband that that you know Sharon got nailed in the back seat of a car in the parking lot. That girls' night's over. Mm-hmm. You know you're not going to do those things, 
And so it's, you're like, yeah, it doesn't really, it, you know, I'm not, I didn't do anything wrong, so I'm not lying mm-hmm. about it. Um, he just doesn't know because I'll make sure she doesn't pull that crap again yeah. or something. I mean, I've personally seen that stuff myself and I, it wasn't on like on a girl's night or anything, but uh, a girl that my ex knew you know, she all she came out to the club that we were all at. And married with kids. Married and all with that, kids, yeah. and then she ended up giving a guy a blowjob in the bathroom. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, and we're like, "What the hell? She freaking yeah. she did that?" I think I've said it on another episode. I think, mm-hmm. but you know, even I've I've had other friends and stuff like that were, I mean, maybe not married, but in a committed relationship. Yeah, in a committed relationship oh. that. They were making out with other guys and taking other guys home and this and that. And I'm like, what the hell? women can be really bad, influential wingmen. Yeah. Yeah, they can. For their friends. Uh Uh-huh. Their married friends. And and these dudes are freaking ugly. Yeah. Too. That's what killed me, too. I'm like, oh, my god, It's not even worth it. Yeah. Why are you guys doing this? It's like a cheat meal. You know, I get so mad if I decide to have a cheat meal that's not very good. Yeah. Now, if I'm going to have a cheat meal and actually sit down in front of, like, some chicken fried steak quality uh-huh. cheat meal, that's that's worth it. Yeah. But it's the same thing with these girls that were screwing around with these fugly dudes. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if it was, like, they they needed some sort of confidence boost or something. Well, they, something. they aren't getting the attention from their partner. Yeah. And home. then, and so that's why they ended up doing it, but... Me, I'm like, have more freaking self worth. Yeah. <laughs> you you look totally desperate. desperate. Yeah. 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 It's ridiculous. Yeah. Um. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So I <laughs> I was thinking though about I mean because even with all of this, I know that I was freaking guilty of I mean at least one of these things mm-hmm. and well especially the <laughs> what I'm gonna say now but being not being that close to that male co-worker yeah you you you, you downplay the the work buddy mm-hmm. um, because you don't want your partner to get upset yeah and even initially it may be that completely sincere this is there's no reason to cause a fight I'm not interested in this guy he's married mm-hmm. yeah or whatever. Uh-huh. Um, I just enjoy his company and it, it occupies eight hours of my day when we're together. And that's, mm-hmm. that's fine. There's nothing wrong with that. We're mm-hmm. not, he's not into me and I'm not into him. And, and look what happened. I know. Well, I know. Well, cause with you, I, I've said it before where I was saying good things about you too, mm-hmm. to my partner. Um, but like towards when it started to get like really close to the end, I had to like lie to him and say, no, I, I, well, especially one night we all went bowling as Mm -hmm. a, and this was like right when, like the night that he and I broke up Yeah, and, um, and we all went bowling together as like coworkers and a whole, whole group of us. And then, um, he, Came to my job before. I told him, okay, all of us are going bowling tonight. And he was getting ready for a show that he had to DJ and stuff. And so um, I was like, yeah, he's not going to want to come anyway. Mm -hmm. And I didn't want him to come because I knew that 
I liked you. Right. And even though I've said it before, I didn't cheat on him with you. It was still emotional. Right. Cheating, I guess. Mm-hmm. But, um, so yeah, I, I remember like saying, or me telling him like, you know, it's just going to be all of us at the... It's a group. A group of people. It's a whole group of people, which alley. was true. Uh-huh. And, you know, it's no big deal. And he was like, oh, like adamant that he wanted to be there. And mm-hmm. I was like, why? No, yeah. don't. Don't come. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so then his mom was like, there's something wrong there. So he ended up like stalking me that night. Mm-hmm. Good reason. Yeah. For good reason. He did. But he was like you know what the heck like why are you you're hiding something from me you're lying to me mm-hmm. about something and i was like no i'm not like you're everything being... that came out of your mouth was the truth it was and i was like you're being psycho <laughs> <laughs> you're you're why are you stalking me like you're you're hiding out you're you're hiding out at my job like mm-hmm. trying to see where i'm gonna go and then gonna follow me right. or what and uh and so you know i tried to turn it around on him which is a defense mechanism. Yeah. Yep. And it was, I mean, the wrong thing to do in an actual relationship, but the right thing to do for us ended yeah. up and ending up together. Mm-hmm. So, Yeah, I mean, we, and, you know, you see that a lot. The, one of the, when people break up, uh, I, I've looked at, I cannot remember what the statistic is, but the statistic is very high that they, the first person they start dating or have sex with or hook up with is a coworker. Mm. Plan B is usually right in their back pocket. Wow. And most people don't know about it. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, that, that's what my ex did to me. Yeah. That's what we did. I mean, I, I could think of 15 people easy. That, that had that a, had the exact same thing. That yeah. the, their first date after the breakup was with the coworker. Uh-huh. And and when you look back at that night, our coworkers all knew. Yeah, I know. Everybody uh-huh. knew that we liked each other, uh-huh. even though we hadn't done anything. Done anything. Uh-huh. Just the our connection and spark or whatever. Everybody knew. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was, I, I don't, I always thought like we did a good job at, you know, staying professional and, yeah. and hiding it, but every, everybody still knew yeah. that we liked each other. Uh-huh. Um, so I, I think that that's, that's what you, you tend to see as soon as you find out, oh, so did you hear so-and-so got divorced? You, oh, I'll bet she's going to hook up with, you, oh, you yeah. just like, you just know, you know. Well, they, they, that's who they eat lunch with, they talk with. I mean, it's, it's the office all over again. Yeah. I mean, it's. You you are set up for relationship success with a coworker because you know a lot about each other. You already have several things in common, mm-hmm. and it's a convenient relationship to have. <laughs> it was, and it, I mean, for us, it ended up being the best thing that could have ever happened. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, I know that that's not going to be the case for everybody, yeah. but it definitely was for us. But I, I think this is something that uh, that women hide and downplay and and. I don't even know if I'd say lie initially about it all because there is really no ill intent. They really just don't. Th- I mean, that's what you would have done. That's mm-hmm. what I did about about you and other girls that I worked with. Mm-hmm. Oh, they just 
you know? Even when I talk, oh, she's she's engaged. Yeah. Uh-huh. There's nothing to worry about. She's engaged. Mm-hmm. Or she's not my type. Or, yeah. or something like that, right. that that you would say. And mm-hmm. it's, at the time when you say it, it's not really a lie. Mm-hmm. You just aren't listening to your own. You, I think you know mm-hmm. that you have some level of attraction, but... You're like, you dismiss it because you know you're not going to act on it. Yeah. The, the timing's not right. Nothing's happened. You haven't, like, plotted this out. You're not flirtatious with them. There's, mm-hmm. you you think at the moment that there is no chance, so it's not a threat. Mm-hmm. Um, but it is. Yeah. And that usually comes about when other things happen. I know. And that's where we talked about the work husbands, work wives, and yeah. the shoulder to cry on, and the yeah. person that you complain about your partner about, exactly. and all that stuff. I know. But I think I think a lot of a lot of guys just most guys don't seek out that type of girlfriend mm-hmm. at work. And I think that even in my job, you know, I did the same thing at two other locations, but because of my role at where we worked together, mm-hmm. we were thrust into where we sat. I know. Yeah. We just sat next to each other. Mm-hmm. At the other ones, I didn't have anybody that was even close to my friends that I made where we worked together. Mm-hmm. And that wasn't just you. I mean, everybody that I was friends with there. Yeah. I didn't have those type of connections at the other places because... It was just a different environment. I know. Well, thank God now you work with me and or work at home, yeah. and <laughs> and I'm here all day long, and so you you get to stare at the cute little wife now. Yeah. That, <laughs> that you, you you're my work wife and my real wife. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. You know, so I don't now I don't have anything to worry about because mm-hmm. <laughs> I could because you know there there could be some people that would be like well. Wouldn't you be you know, afraid that that's going to happen to you? Yeah. That he's going to leave you for another person that he connects with mm-hmm. or whatever? I'm like, no, because I'm here. Yep. All the time. Can you get me another? Can you get me a beer? Yeah. Um, and oh, one that we wanted to, that we really wanted to discuss is um, that you're lying about how good the sex is. Mm-hmm. And how, yeah, anything with the with sex really, oh, like there's a with whole the, bunch your, of stuff your sexual women history. Lie about with sex. Yeah. yeah, they lie about how many people they were with. Uh-huh. They lie and tell their partner that they're the best they've ever had. Yeah, um, that Thank they, you. you know, their partner makes them orgasm. Yeah, yeah. That uh-huh. you know what? I mean, there's a bunch of fill in the blank sexual stuff that women really tend to lie about. Um, to their partner once again I think initially to not hurt their feelings and I don't know if it's doing any any good or bad but I think that um, you know looking at some of the the things that women that admit to this what they say about their past experiences would end their relationship that they're in Uh Um, you know you you you, you find out that they we're in some kind of, you know, bang bus in Cancun and, you know, 2001 <laughs> sex video oh, gosh. that shows up and now you're, you're married with two kids and that's, that's it. You know, ah. it's over now. Um, and I'm, I don't know when in the relationship it's a good time to bring that up. Oh gosh. But, um, 
you know, I think that the, the, those, I think for guys, past sexual things that are intimidating or threatening or just visually completely, like, just paralyze the relationship are relationship enders mm-hmm. uh, for guys. Girls don't think the same way. Girls can, for some reason, women can find out more about a man's history or stuff like that, and they tend to be able to cope with it better than guys do. And I don't know if I'm just generalizing that because that's how I am. Maybe you are. I'm just. Th- I just think about, like, even when this was before we were together, but we were doing, I think probably another Cosmo quiz or something mm-hmm. with our friend at, at where we met. And, um, we were talking about how many people mm-hmm. we've been with or like the quiz asked that. And so our friend was telling us like how much she had been with and how much her husband says he had been with. Yeah. And we we're like, Really? But, and then I remember you being like, I don't, no, maybe we were, we were together at that point. No, the, the quiz we weren't. Because that, the instant you're talking about with that, uh-huh. we were not together. We weren't together? Wait, wait, wait. No, that wasn't that, on the quiz. That was a I different think you're quiz. Right. It was no, a no, different I, quiz. I, I don't know. That was just, I don't know, because I think you guys kind of blindsided me Or maybe with that. it was with, like, maybe it was just an article. Yeah, it may have that been. Was, yeah, because uh, that, that, that was two totally separate things. Uh-huh. Yeah. And, um... Yeah, because I remember the, the way she said that. I was like, what? Yeah. He's full of shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think I remember you saying that. Yeah. There's no way. Yeah. And, um, and she's like, yeah, I've only been with this many people, and he's been with all of these girls, and we're like, what? But, and then... Like you, because we and her said our amounts, our number or whatever, and you didn't. And I remember being, and I remember feeling like, well, why not? Like, Mm -hmm. why won't you? Why wouldn't you say your number, you know? But now I I understand, like, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It really doesn't matter. And uh, so really, I think that you should, it's not necessarily... Lying about it, but I think I don't think you need to even bring it up. Yeah, in the first I, place. I don't know why couples want to even have that conversation. Yeah. Period. I don't ever want to hear or visualize any of that. Yeah, and that's because I know how I am. Uh-huh. Um, other people like kind of want to pry to. It, it almost kind of goes back to what I said initially, like with the self torture thing. It's uh-huh. like, what good is going to come out of this right. conversation? Yeah, and Where, it's probably going to end up. Is what's that one thing? It's like whatever the number is, it's too high. <laughs> whatever story you tell, it's too graphic. Uh-huh. Whatever information you provide, it's too much. So just don't have the conversation. Yeah. If you're happy now, if things are going good, and you're both sexually satisfied, what's the fucking point of yeah, the conversation? I know. But some guys like I have to know, uh-huh. and some women are the same way, uh-huh. and. I think that I think the American Pie thing was was really funny. It was like whatever the guy says, divide it by three. Oh yeah, what was that? That was American Pie two. Yeah, yeah. And whatever the girl says, multiply it by three. Yeah, or something uh-huh. like that. And most guys will still deny that. And there's some guys that I think their number needs to be divided by ten, <laughs> right, or more. But 
you know, I, I think that, you know, anything, you know, the, the sexual history secrets and stuff like that, I, I don't necessarily consider anything that you did prior to the relationship a secret unless it's something that can damage your relationship down the road. So and and that's where I, I bring up the joke about the the bang bus porn video. Oh yeah, um, yeah. If there's something that can mm-hmm. damage it, your partner needs some kind of heads up. You know, you do run the risk that, that could be the end of the relationship. I know. And so I think that people like just and I don't blame them. I get it, but I'm not going to bring that up because I mean, I would rather I don't want to bring it up and end the relationship, and then I don't bring it up, and he never finds out about it in the first place. Yeah, I know. But then, like, you don't want to not bring it up, and then all of a sudden, his friend... Look what I found on yeah. the internet. Isn't that so-and-so? Or, <laughs> yeah, didn't you know? that look like so-and-so? Yeah, like girl next door all over again. Yeah, that is yeah. that would be awful. Mm-hmm. Oh, my gosh. Could you imagine? Yeah. But, you know, and I, I think that... <sighs> Uh, some people are very outright with that type of information, mm-hmm. almost uncomfortably. I know. Um, you don't need to. And, and I, th- I think that it's another thing that people are kind of like, oh, we're so mature, we can talk about this, and it doesn't affect us. Uh-huh. And I just, once it's just my own feelings. I don't buy it because I wouldn't. Uh-huh. Um, so I don't understand how, how other people can. I mean, we've heard another couple talk about stuff, and I'm like, why would you even... Why would you, Why would you say even that? say that to your husband? Yeah. You know how inadequate you just made him feel? Is that? But I think from her intention, that's exactly what she was trying to do. Well, I know. Like with an ex-boyfriend. Because she was a bitch about it. And, having a bigger yeah. bigger dick than him mm-hmm. and all this. I'm like, why would you Why would you say that? Yeah. That is so wrong. And he was like trying to kind of like laugh it off. Yeah. And it's like, geez. And that's, that's being too honest. Oh, yeah. Well, and then <laughs> why know? would you say that in front of other people? Yeah. It's almost, I mean, that's why I said I think she did it just to make him feel the way she was trying to make him feel. I know. Yeah, um, that's sad. So, yeah, I, I think that I think that out of anything we probably talk about, the, once again, anything that was prior to, I don't really consider a secret unless it's something that you need to tell because it's going to cause damage down the road. Mm-hmm. Um, other than that, it's, to, in my opinion, it's a moot point. It doesn't matter. I know. Um, it's not going to affect your relationship now. It's not going to affect your relationship before it started. It's not going to affect it 10 years later. Uh-huh. Um, so don't sweat it. Don't talk about it. Don't, don't worry about it. But why, I, why we wanted to kind of put this on the list, though, is because, and, and this is where we kind of put the ball back in the women's court, is they brag about these sexual experiences to their friends. And coworkers, and they, you know, girls talk, and, and so do guys. I'm not going to let the guys completely off the hook for that type of stuff, but I'd, I've never heard a guy, I've never ever in my life, and once again, keep in mind, I was in the military, I was on a ship with 5,000 other guys, and of all the, all the men I've been friends with or had in my life or connected with, I have never heard a guy tell me that his current wife was not nearly as good in bed as... Some girl he hooked up with. Mm-hmm. But I have heard many, many, many women say that. Hmm. I like, wonder I why. love my husband, um, but I had this one night stand hookup with, and I, I don't know. Hmm. Well, I think because guys are easier to please sexually than women. 
If if a woman has a one night stand with a dude that makes her orgasm, mm-hmm. and now she's with, you know, little dick beater Dan, and he can't get the job done, and she has to fake it, yeah, every time, mm-hmm. then that sexual experience is going to be the peak. Yeah, you're, you're going to remember your best experiences of of everything. You're going to remember the best roller coaster you went on. You're going to remember. The best high you ever had. You're going to remember the best drink you ever had. You're going to remember the the best dick or best pussy you ever had. Mm-hmm. And most guys, that carries major stock in who they decide to marry. And I think women you think sexually that? settle. Oh, yeah, I guess that's true. But I, so. but I do think men are way sexually easier to please sexually than women are. Mm-hmm. Um Generally speaking. Mm-hmm. And so I think that, I think because, you know, these guys aren't as experienced as they try to say they are. Mm-hmm. Oh gosh, I know. That <laughs> just the fact that some woman lets them have sex with them is great sex. Uh-huh. And they're like, oh yeah, this, this is, I'm going to marry this girl. Yeah. But there was nothing great about it or passionate. It was like, you know, guys are going to orgasm 100% of the time when they have sex. <laughs> yeah. So it's going to end the same for them either way. Uh-huh. It doesn't take much work for them to get there. But so my question is to the ladies, like, if you if you found that one that was the best you've ever had, then why didn't you work it out with them? Why didn't you? Because she wasn't the best he ever had. Uh, that's, maybe that's true. He probably wasn't going to be invested in it. Yeah. Or he was good in the sack, but he was worthless in every other yeah, quality of his life. I know. But, like, I don't know, because it's like, why would you even give someone like that a worthless piece of shit any kind of credit at all? Right. Even even well, in and, the and, sack. And I do think that women tend to over-romanticize it. Mm-hmm. I think some of the women are full of shit with it. Yeah, I think that, you know, has, has, how guys will lie with how many girls they've slept with. Mm-hmm. I think women will lie about how great of sex they've had with somebody. Maybe because he had a bigger dick, like, or something, that she's like, oh, he was the best I ever had. Mm-hmm. But that doesn't equate to be- the best sex, really. Well, I think that it, I, I think that it depends on... Because I think most of them will classify, or clear. I, I don't classify, but maybe clarify why they're saying that. Uh-huh. Usually, you'll, you'll hear a girl, you know, be like, oh, "I was with this guy, and he he ate me out for an hour and a half." That's true. Yeah, you know, I know. It has nothing to do with his dick. It has uh-huh. nothing to do with any other sexual performance. Uh-huh. Um, but on the same hand, you'll hear a guy be like, "Yeah, I had this seventy-five-year-old woman with no teeth give me a blowjob." <laughs> My God. So, and that's the guy you're married to, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> One of you out there is married to this guy. We th- we can't talk about the guys on oh, this dang episode. It. Okay, yeah, you're I, I you're blowing getting, it. I know. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, so I think that I don't know. But, but once again, I think that that's. I think that those are things that. Well, I don't know because I, I guess guys kind of do the same thing with the different sexual experiences. It's not always just about having sex. Mm-hmm. It's about other stuff too. It's about the floor play and, and all those things as well. Mm-hmm. So, uh, but you know, I, I I don't really know in their mind why it was such a great sexual experience. I mean, was mm-hmm. it because you you had you know four orgasms during the session? Was it because 
you had that's sex what a I couple would of times. For. That's what I would at least. That should at least at be least, your measuring yeah, stick, right? At least you should have some sort of orgasm with this person. Multiple. Multiple orgasms. And then. But if they only had one and then who they're with now, they don't have any. That's that true. one is still oh, 100% yeah. better than. That is the measuring stick. Yeah. That, that is where they set their standards. And so, yeah, of course, if the their husband now isn't giving them that, then mm-hmm. of course they're going to fake it and then tell their husband that they that they had an orgasm and then they really didn't and then right. they tell their friends that the best they ever had was so and so. Yeah. Well, and that's where, you know, those those questions from other women come up cuz guys don't have those conversations. Mm-hmm. Guys aren't like, "Hey bro, what was the most romantic night you ever had with a girl?" Mm-hmm. Well, guys don't ask each other that because yeah. it sounds stupid. Yeah. But women ask that all the time, and or I don't say all the time, but they have those type of conversations, mm-hmm. and it's always funny being a fly on the wall when they the massive amounts of time these women's these women share these experiences that weren't with their husband. Yeah. It was somebody else, and so I think there's a lot of guys out there walking around thinking because of what their wife has said, they think that they're. God's gift to women, or at least you know God's gift to their woman, mm-hmm. and they're not. Yeah. They're not even in the top five of who she's been with. Well, I know, and that brings up a good point too. Is the but you're a nice guy, yeah. But that, but yeah, it brings up a good point because a lot of women, or someone, maybe not a lot, but women, I think lie about being attracted to their partner. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, I'm I'm still attracted to you. You know, and I think that uh that I mean I think that's probably one of the biggest lies that a woman can can tell her partner is I'm still sexually attracted to you or mm-hmm. attracted to you and then, you know, somewhere else to her friend she's saying, Oh, I wish he would do this or that to himself. Yeah. I wish he would lose weight. I wish he would work out. I wish that he would... He looked like so-and-so. Yeah. Oh, that's where the comparisons come in. Mm-hmm. You know, I had a one stand with this guy that went to my gym, you know, or mm-hmm. something. Yeah. Um, yeah, and, you know, I think, you know, this... Th- I went through this firsthand with my ex where because of the lack of sex, that was where my mind immediately went was, well, you, you, you aren't, if you were attracted to me, we would have sex and you're not attracted to me. Mm -hmm. And she never said, no, you're right. I'm not because most people won't. Yeah. You know, I mean, what do you say? What do you say if you're not attracted to the person? You stay another lie. (laughs) It's usually what they end up spewing. I'm I'm tired. Mm -hmm. I just, no, it's not you. I just, I I just have a lot on my mind. I can't turn off my mommy switch. Mm -hmm. I can't. You know, I'm giving out other lies that women say. Yeah. You know, I've got a headache. Yeah. yeah. I don't, I'm constipated. Yeah. I don't, I know, I don't feel good. I've, I've had, my back hurts. I've got a, you know, I've got a pap smear in a couple of days. You, <laughs> you know, probably know more lies about women than I do because. I just started my period. Because you personally went through it. Yeah. <laughs> to yeah. be honest, you know. Right. Because. Because uh, it honestly, like uh, getting ready for the episode, it was like I was really trying to think really hard, like, well, what do? Well, because you're not a liar. <laughs> yeah, what do women lie about? And I think that, like, I think like the first little ones or whatever, 
Like those are kind of universal. Yeah, but um, and even with those, like some of the the like the shopping stuff and mm-hmm. and how much you're spending and all that. Like I always try to find the best deal anyway, and then I have I have buyer's remorse. Or not even buyer's remorse because I don't buy it. I, I'll just like sit there and look at it and, yeah. and be like. Well, you don't lie about it. You just wait for it to show up on the doorstep from Amazon. And then I'm like, what the heck is this? <laughs> and you're like, oh, yeah, I bought this on Amazon. But it was free two-day shipping. <laughs> you're not lying. I'm not lying, right? That's funny. I know. But, yeah, so, but with the, with, um, with telling your partner or not telling your partner or, Telling your partner that you are still attracted to them, I think that is, that's a big one. It's a big deal, too. Yeah. We were talking about this earlier, too, like, getting prepared for the episode and, like, is it, why is it so bad to, to say, oh, I'm not, Yeah. I'm well, not attracted was, to That was one of the things that, that I had said was, you know. I don't do this often, but I was like, well, I'll, I'll defend my ex-wife on this. Why is it bad mm-hmm. for someone to be like, you know what? I'm not, I'm not attracted to you anymore. Mm-hmm. You have, your appearance has altered to something that I don't like. Mm-hmm. Um, like with you like going bald yeah. and everything. And I think that you sound, because of society, that sounds horribly shallow. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying it's not. But just because it's shallow doesn't mean it's not a reality. Mm-hmm. And that, that's, that's, that's where we see this, this kind of willful ignorance that people want to, want to put on them. Because I was looking for reassurance. But I wasn't, for me, I wanted reassurance by actions and physical, not by your words. Yeah. Telling me that you're still attracted well, to me. Well, that's how, then, it, how, to, how it should yeah. work, though. Uh-huh. Well... But actions speak louder than words, you know, is what they... And I don't want to get down the path of what guys lie about, but I think women look for the words way more than the actions, especially when it comes to this piece. Uh, that's probably true. Yeah, you're probably right about that. Um, but I think for, for guys, it's when a woman says, oh, do I look fat in this? And the guy lies his ass off and says, no, you look great. Mm-hmm. That's it. She's not trying to get sex out of him. Mm-hmm. When a guy says, do you not find me attractive anymore? That's coming out of because you have physically demonstrated that you're not attracted to him anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think that the the intent behind the question and the reassurance they're actually looking for is, are two different things. Uh, and in that case, it is, as always, actions do speak louder than words. Mm-hmm. And so it was like, well, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm not buying that you're you're not attracted to me. Mm-hmm. Um, because you're based on what I'm seeing, you're obviously not, mm-hmm. and I'm not really sure. You know, at that point, I was like, I don't know what to do to fix that because yeah. if if it is, and I'm, I don't know if I'd say this is an assumption or not, but if it is solely because of hair, like, well, I like guys with a full head of hair. I want a guy that I can run my fingers through in his hair. That's very important to me. I married a guy that had that, and now it's gone. Are you really expected to completely just change your tastes? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and you 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 had said that you know as you develop the relationship, your your connection and your love is so strong that deeper that, than that that, that doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. 
and I, my, I don't know if I'd say pushback or argument to that was, I'm not saying that they don't love you, mm-hmm. but loving someone and being attracted to them is two totally different things. Mm-hmm. It's okay. And, and that's where I, I don't know if we just put on these goggles that are just BS goggles where, you know, you're, you're going to see somebody and you're gonna, that, that type of body, that person is unattractive and unappealing. Oh, you look just like them, but yeah, I am attracted to you because you're my husband. Yeah. That's not how it works. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that, yeah, do do women lie about this? Most definitely. Mm-hmm. Um, and I see it all over Facebook. Every time they tag their fugly husband and call him <laughs> handsome. <laughs> Seth, that's not nice. <laughs> I'm not doubting that you don't love them. Mm-hmm. I think you do love them. But completely for face value, based on looks and, and what are you... What are you talking about? No, guys don't have a handsome soul. Well, I think that's I the mean, difference, you... too, be- <laughs> between uh, guys and girls, is that women can, most of the time, see past all of the, the looks. Do you ever hear a guy ask about his own inner beauty? No. Yeah, because they don't give a shit. Yeah. That's I a know. girl thing. Yeah. Guys don't care. It, it totally is. Yeah. yeah. And that's, yeah, that's the difference between guys and girls Yeah, is they, women, actually do care about the inner mm-hmm. part of the person, but then, not just then the why, outside. But then why do we, why do we have the, the admittance from, you know, the surveys and stuff we looked at of women saying, I'm not attracted to my husband any longer, mm-hmm. but I tell him I am because it would hurt his feelings. They didn't look past I it. I know. Well, no. I think that they are pretending that they're looking past it. Oh, okay. And and so that's why, I mean, you you just see the secret about it. Mm-hmm. You don't see that she really does. I mean, she's admitting it to other people. Right. But just not her husband. Okay. And, I mean, I don't know what. Well, yeah, but if, if the argument what, is they can look past looks. Uh-huh. I guess they, they really can't. can't. I guess they really can't. Some of them can't anyway. Uh-huh. But but that's 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 the conundrum that you put a woman in when you say because you force her to either say yes, my partner is ugly, mm-hmm. but I love him for the inside, or you have to continue living the lie or saying the lie that they are attractive. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And once again, I understand that we are talking at sheer face value. There are other things that people can find attractive about other people that don't have to do with their looks. Mm-hmm. So we get that. And I know this sounds horribly shallow mm-hmm. when you're just talking about looks, but based on what we saw from the surveys and yeah, the, what people were admitting to lying about, women were admitting lying that they aren't attracted to their husbands anymore. Yeah. You know? I know. And, and we've talked about the what movies the women go see. We know what women find attractive, mm-hmm. and it's not what... You know, this new society is trying to tell us that women find attractive. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know. They're, that's not. Yeah. And uh, and obviously from the people that are willing to admit that they're not attracted to them. But, you know, my question to the husband is, I knew why I was asking that. I'm asking it because you don't physically want anything to do with me. Mm-hmm. Um, I've never, ever been inclined to question your attractedness to me mm-hmm. because... We sex. we have a very sexual active yeah. marriage, mm-hmm. and so that 
it's a non-issue yeah. for now. So I think that when, when a guy, if a guy ever, and guys don't talk about this, but if a guy said, well, I don't think my wife's attracted to me anymore. And that's, a woman may hear me say that and say, why wouldn't a guy say that? Because we don't talk about that stuff. Mm-hmm. But if a guy would say, I don't think my wife finds me attractive anymore. I'd be like, well, do you find yourself attractive? Yeah. Do you think you're a good looking guy? Uh-huh. And if the answer is no, then why sorry, would she? buddy. Why would she? I know. What, what do you have attractiveness wise that they should be attractive to? Because mm-hmm. a guy's not going to say, well, I have a really good inner beauty vibe that everybody just <laughs> don't because that doesn't matter to guys. Uh-huh. And he's not going to say that. And it's something he won't even pick up on. Uh-huh. Now, they may be like, well, I'm a really good dad or I do this for yeah. her or things like uh-huh. that. I agree with that. Once again, doesn't mean they don't love you. Uh-huh. Doesn't mean they're, they want a divorce. just means they aren't physically attracted to you anymore and so if you don't even think you're physically attractive you can't expect your partner to think you're physically attractive Mm -hmm. you could once again being attracted and being in love are two different things now in a great relationship and people that bring the best versions of themselves both of those are on the same page Mm -hmm. um but that's you know that's kind of where i would at least start to steer the conversation Mm -hmm. you know what what do you think you can do to make yourself more attractive i notice you've got five pounds of back hair maybe getting rid of that would help oh grow <laughs> you know i know and we've talked about there's yeah. certain things guys can't change i mm-hmm. can't control that i lost the hair on my head mm-hmm. guys can't control that but they can control their you know eight inch beer belly hanging over their bellies uh-huh. they they can control those things they can change that yeah. and they can make positive changes to better themselves and and be more attractive from the sheer visual perspective yeah um and so I think that and that's... And then maybe your wife would want to have sex with you. Yeah. hmm yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no. I mean, um, obviously, with with all of this, it's like... It, these are just, you know, lies and secrets that... Lies that they make, or make and secrets that they keep. Yeah. And yeah. I don't... Honestly, I don't know, you know, what what ones I would want... I would say that you should tell the truth. I mean, certain ones, it's like, yeah, you shouldn't let let stuff get that far. Mm -hmm. And you should obviously have open communication and and stuff wouldn't be, wouldn't be, have issues with everything. And, and I think with some of these, and even the, the late, the last one we talked about with the attractiveness stuff, you know, you said it, well, what do you expect them to say? Mm -hmm. What, What are they supposed to say to that? Yeah. And so I think some of these lies aren't, they're not rooted in being sinister. It's really because you don't want to tell the truth Mm -hmm. in some of it. Now, some of it is a little more insidious and and has, you know, if you're being inappropriate on tracking down your exes and and how you interact on social media, those are things that you know you're doing wrong and you should not be doing. Mm -hmm. But there's other ones that, you know, you, you tend to kind of go down that little white lie path for the sake of your partner. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but I still think that those things are going to, it's going to rear its ugly head. Yeah. You know, if you, if you don't like having sex with your partner, but you don't want to tell him that, you're going to have your fill at some point. We're like, hey, this is, I'm not orgasming. It doesn't feel good. I'm not into this. I, I just don't like this. You can't continue to fake that mm-hmm. for a long-term marriage. At some point, I mean, I don't know what your end game is. Well, hopefully we'll just get old enough where he's impotent and doesn't want to have sex oh, anymore. Oh, gosh. You know, and if you're 32, you got 30 years That's at least time. for that to even start yeah. kicking in. So, 
what's your end game? Because you need to address some of this stuff immediately mm-hmm. and fix it. And, and there, I think there is a right way and a wrong way for attractiveness stuff. Once again, what, what is it that, you're, that you don't find attractive about your husband? Mm-hmm. Maybe you do the mirroring behavior stuff. If you're the cook, and this sounds horribly sexist, I'm not making gross assumptions here, but if you're cooking all the dinners for your husband and you don't want to have sex with him because he's put on 50 pounds and that's your fault, I don't want to then say it's your him. fault, but if you're the one cooking all of his food, then make healthier food. Yeah. Uh-huh. He's not a child. That's I don't true. want to hear that, well, he won't eat that. Who cares? Yeah. Make him eat it. Uh-huh. <laughs> like, I know. Yeah. That's true. Cook it. I mean... <laughs> yeah. So I, but, but you're I, in control of, yeah, of that. I, I think I think that some of it there's there's some of it requires conversation. Some of it requires action. Some of it requires a little bit of mirroring. Some of it requires you get a cold chill. Yeah. <laughs> you know, but I, I think you have to look at well, what's what what are the highest priority and risks? I don't think that women are lying about all of this, and I don't think all women. Are lying. Yeah, I know that no. we know several women that are just like you mm-hmm. that are are very honest and they aren't liars and they aren't doing little secret things and they're they're happy with their partner and this is non issues. But if you're doing one or two, hopefully no more than one or two of these things. Mm-hmm. Um, well, and look at the ones that you're doing. Yeah, you know, why look are at you the, doing it in the first yeah, place? Yeah, uh-huh. what are you getting out of it? How is it hurting your partner? How can it potentially hurt your partner worse? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's what is most important is just recognizing what you're doing and, and yeah, just try to, okay, like, just evaluate, like, why mm-hmm. am I doing this? And then go from there and maybe that could help and fix yeah. it. Yep, mm-hmm. I agree. Yeah. So, yeah, I think that's a, a pretty good ending to this episode. Um, but, yeah, as always... Thank you all for listening. Um, Don't forget to subscribe to our YouTube channel. Like us on Facebook. Follow us on Instagram. Um, Don't forget to rate and review us um, on iTunes. uh, Even comment on YouTube and and everything. Um, And yeah, listen to us wherever you like to listen to your podcast and tell your friends about us. Mm -hmm. And we'll talk to you next week. Thanks.